Can you see your belt? Yep. And guess what? You know what else I can see? I can see the real light because we are live. And guess yep. what, brothers? We are back. And tonight is going to be one of those nights because it is a very, 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 very special night. We have a special guest with us today because tonight's mm -hmm. not the ordinary night. It is mm. a Wrestling Realm Now podcast party. A night of champions, championship culture, takeover edition. If you're not sure what that means, just stay tuned right after this. Drums, please. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This is how we do Welcome to the Wrestling Rum Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our Wrestling Rum content anytime on YouTube.com slash The Wrestling Rum. I am your host, The Realness himself, The Real Dwayne Allen. He is your host, has the third brother, Hugh H to the A to the S. Yes, sir. H to the H to the E, three to mm -hmm. the R to the D. He is your right. Brian H. Waters, the Jack Daddy himself. Holly Jack Daddy! And he is your host, Brandon, the guy, guy, the belt king himself. You can follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Russell Realm. Like, subscribe, and engage in the conversation with us. You can also stream and download all of our audio content anytime on Anchor, Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Watch us and subscribe to our Twitch channel at The Wrestling Realm. If you want to support the brand and be a part of The Wrestling Realm, you can head over to WrestlingRealm.com. That's right, where you can buy all Wrestling Rum merchandise, T-shirts, hoodies, mugs, to support the brand, to to purchase one out, to uh, purchase this proud wrestling fan T-shirt that is also available at WrestlingRum.com. So if you want to support the brand, by all means, dress like us at WrestlingRum.com. Also, subscribe to our Patreon channel. That's right, for all exclusive shows and bonus material for just as, as short as a dollar. Patreon.com slash Wrestling underscore Rum. That's right. We have a Patreon channel. Any all, all the exclusive stories, all the exclusive contents, all the writing, all the extra stuff. Trust me. We are constantly adding to that every day, every week is something new on patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm for all bonus material and exclusive shows. Also, advertising alert. 
If you are looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live shows, sport events, and more, head over to SeatGeek.com where you can pro- use promo code Wrestling Realm to save twenty dollars off any one-time purchase of fifty dollars or more. That's right, using promo code Wrestling Realm. So if it's first time purchasing tickets and you want to save some money because ticket prices have gone through the roof, you can save twenty dollars off your purchase by using promo code Wrestling Realm for any one-time purchase. Brother Brandon. You just had a show last night, sir. That's right. The host of Championship Culture had yeah. another successful show last night. Well, guess what? We're gonna that Brandon tell tell the people what exactly did you talk about on last night's show, Championship Culture. So if you haven't had a chance to check out the Wrestling Round Presents Championship Culture last night, we had a special guest by the name of uh just a, a guy named Ben Walker who's been in the business probably since he's been born when it comes to wrestling business. And he gave firsthand account on what to do when you're thinking about buying, when to buy, how middleman works, what communication looks like, a whole breakdown as part of the buying process. The whole point is to educate all the wrestling fans out there that might want to get into this hobby, whether it be belts, figures, masks, you name it. We t- talked about it last night. Check us out. It's up on YouTube right now. You can get, go see it right now for your um, self. Not That's right now, right now, but a little bit later after yeah, after, after this show, right now. But you can there stream both. You can have this on here yeah. on your iPad and then on your phone and just have a surround sound and hear our voice. With that being said, good brothers, tonight is a very, very special night. We have Night of Champions just around the corner. And not only is this a Night of Champions preview show, this is a championship culture takeover edition of the Wrestling Realm Now podcast. And not only is it a championship culture takeover edition, it's also a Wrestling Realm Now podcast party. So I'd like to welcome everybody, first and foremost, to Club Intellect. Because tonight... We have a very, very special guest and honorary realm member, a good brother of ours. I'm laughing already because we've been trying to make this happen for a long time. So joining us tonight is a good brother that we have appeared on his show on multiple occasions. But he is finally able to join us for the third edition of the Wrestling Realm Now podcast party as we preview United Champions as well as embrace this championship culture takeover edition. So... As you know, at this point in time, I like to set, I like to set things right. I like to set the mood for the party because I got to introduce my brother the correct way, right? So I, I I feel like we got the, we got the stage set, right? Now, now, now I got to cue myself up and hit the music while I read my man's bio. You ready? Because we about to get into this. Are you guys ready to rock? You guys ready to rock? You guys ready? ready This is where we are. I changed the lighting. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta oh, do the same thing. There we go. See that? See, I, I got, the, I got the lights going. Dwayne. Oh yeah. My guys, my guys backstage. Oh, yeah. and he's, and he's ready to boogie. But now I'm ready to hit the music. Y'all ready? Let's turn yep. up, fellas. Yeah. Let's get it. Yep. Come on. Let it rock. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the honorary wrestling realm member. Lyndon Burton. He is the creator and owner of the Bros Who Think Podcasting Network. He is the host of the wrestling podcast, The Work Shoot Show, the host of Anime Podcast, Anime Talk, and also the host of main talk of the main talk show on the network, The Bros Who Think Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, 
He's a one-time co-host of movie and TV podcast, Bros and Bench. He also is the host of the morning show, The Huddle on 103.3, The Goat in Lafayette, Louisiana. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for our good brother and honorary Rustin Rum member, Lyndon Burton from the Bros Who Think Podcasting Network. That's, that's your cue. Bring him in. Hey. hey. What's up, family? What's had, up, bro? I had to put the glasses on. I saw you. I was like, ah. welcome to the party. Honored, man. Yes, sir. Yes, honored. sir. The, the honorary realmer in the building. I am honored to be here with you, brothers, man. Thank y'all for having me. Man, we knew this day was coming, and I am so excited to have you on our show, man. You have been gracious enough to have us on your show on multiple occasions, man. But as we prepare ourselves for Night of Champions and this championship culture takeover, we said we got to call our brother to be a part of this, man. So we thank you for taking the time and joining us on this episode. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to it's, it's, it's going to be a party as usual. It's what we always do. But guess what? We bring it to the airways. So those who are in the chat, those who listen, those who are watching it, kick back, relax, and enjoy yourself. Because trust me, the brothers are together, and we plan to do every last bit of that. So and thanks again, know. brother. I appreciate you coming oh. on here. Anytime you need, show. my brother, you already know the vibes, y'all. I just got to say, these brothers were gracious enough. Anytime I call to come on the radio show, and I'm honored to be here. Y'all have no, y'all don't know how much this means to me. And I'm, y'all, I watch this show. This is my favorite wrestling podcast. So to get on my favorite wrestling podcast means the world. So thank y'all, man. I got to take my glasses off, though, because I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, it's a, little, a little dark in here too. It's all good, man. But listen, you know, you know how we gotta set the groove, man. Like I said, this is a party, oh, man. Sure. Any anytime the brothers get together, we had these type of conversations. We have a good time, man. So, like I said, we, we definitely appreciate you taking the time to, to 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 have this, you know, have this moment with us, man. Like I said, we wanted to return the favor, man. We wanted to make sure that you know we give people their flowers while they can still smell it, man. As much as you say you're a fan of us, man, we huge fans of yours, man. And what hey. all that you do, like just looking at your bio, goodness gracious, man. You this is a true, a true podcast network. I know that's something that we aspire to do now, as you can see with the expansion of um just our overall content, especially with brother Brandon and Mixon bringing his take with championship culture, man. You you are you have hosted you host so many different things in so many different avenues, man. You're probably one of the most versatile brothers that i've met in this industry man so like you know i, I just want to let you know i'm a i'm completely a fan of, of your work and just your, your consistency man and everything that you do man so i definitely want to just go ahead and give you a round of applause thank brother. you bro like nah bro that means that means a lot to me bro like for real because it's hard like y- y'all understand how it is to put content out it's hard bro mm-hmm. and like the fact that y'all appreciate it that's hey thank y'all bro for real no doubt, man. So, like I said, we want to get into tonight's show, but man, but we want we want to give everybody a chance to get to know you. We want to make sure that uh, our audience is familiar with who you are and what you do. Yes, so, sir. Like I said, man, we just want to get into it. Um, Brian, you want to go first, brother? Yes, sir. My All right, brother. So, so, so what we about to do? Waters. Man, we want to <laughs> we want to introduce the world to our good brother Lynn Burton from the Bros Who Think Podcast Network. So. If those who are not familiar, hopefully by the time we're done before we get into this night of champions preview show and this championship culture takeover, hopefully that our audience gets way more familiar with you and, and, and begins to subscribe and uh tune into uh everything that you're doing. So yes, sir. Let's get Thank right into you, it. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, so Lynn, bro. So one of the things, man, every time I come on your show, you always cue the music. Adrenaline in my soul. <laughs> that was just leave it at that, man. But I gotta ask you. You know, I wish I had that video bringing. My bad. When you getting ready for your, you know, what's your go to on your wrestling theme 
playlist. Like, oh, okay. When you when you sitting there, you trying to you know get your shows together because like I said, you you brought it up. It's so much content that you create, and it's a lot of stuff that you do. What's on your wrestling playlist when you want in the mood to listen to wrestling music to get you hyped? What's on your playlist? Hey, I love that question because <laughs> I've never I've never got to answer that question really? ever. Yeah, no one has ever <laughs> asked me that. I've, I haven't talked about it like on my show, so I tr- I'm I'm excited. So. First one, you already said it, Cody Rose's theme song that's already on the playlist every time. And when I say this, I'm sorry. I don't know the names of the songs. I just know it by the wrestlers. That's so I'm cool. going to say I'm gonna say by the wrestlers. So we got Cody Rose's theme song, number one. Mm-hmm. That's the first song on the playlist. Number mm-hmm. two, Shinsuke Nakamura's The yes, Violin. Sir. I'll be going crazy with the violin. <laughs> that's, my, that's my jam. All right, number three. Glorious Bobby Roode. Well, we know the Roode master, Bobby Roode. We got glorious that one. Of course, Seth Rollins, the uh, the the newest one with Seth Mm. Rollins, the one everybody be singing. But and and I know people gonna give people might not necessarily like this one, but when I listen to this one, it's working out. It's like I'm in the zone. I'm going hard because when I think of this dude, I think of God mode. Roman Reigns is intro, yes. bro. I love it. Like <laughs> that thing. Put up the ones. I'm with y'all. That in the Usos. Those I would say those are my main main wrestling themes. But if we want to take it back to the gap, like okay. before that, uh, let me think of the OG ones. So I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't like uh the. I'm a, I'm a sexy boy. I don't really like Shawn Michaels. Oh, like come on. I'm being a hater. I'm being a hater. I'm being a hater. I'm being honest. We might have some beef right now, bro. Better, right? Go ahead. I'm loving it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let him have it. I like the rocks. I love the rocks theme, the OG one. That's my jam. And then I'm going to be honest with y'all. Because even though I don't necessarily like the man. I know where we're going. But... Hulk Hogan, think go hard, boy! <laughs> wow. I wasn't expecting that one. I, I'll definitely say that. No, that Hogan music slap, man. That, look. <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's definitely a classic. I just wouldn't expect I, it. I, I, I pulled my Captain America shield out. I'm representing the <laughs> land, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, I would say, uh, uh, again, Cody Rhodes, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, Seth, and... um. And uh, Roman Reigns are my main five. If I had, if I, if I can say one more the, from AEW, mm-hmm. honestly, Kansas, the the elite steam when mm. uh when they were beefing with CM Punk, I actually uh, listened to that time. song quite often. On my wayward, yeah, man. that's that's my jam. So don't you cry no more. Yes, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, oh, brother Hugh. Yes, yeah, sir. You up next, brother? Oh man, I'm up next. That's how we doing yeah. it today. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm... sir. How you feel about belts, Mister? Oh, I love them. I, 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 I'm like, I, you see, I'm a collector, but like, I gotta uh-huh. get into belt world, man. I gotta get okay. into the belt world. Now, I'm gonna borrow something from Championship Culture. You know what, what it is, Brandon? What's your top five uh, championships or titles? Oh, that's a good one. Okay, and I like make sure, that. Make sure, make sure y'all look out. Because I'm gonna post it later on, and I want I want to hear everybody's feedback. Okay, okay. So we're gonna tweet it out later on. But I got so I, that means I gotta be on point because it's gonna be out there. So all right, yes sir. Let me yes, be sir. on point. So already, I'm not gonna put it in an order for you. I'm not gonna because I don't have one through five. Okay, but I'm gonna just cool. but I'm gonna just give you five. I know what the favorite one is. I can give you number one last. But the U.S. title that B Waters is showing, that one's on the list. I love it. 
Um, okay, hold on. Let me pull them all up just so I can so I can look at them. So I can do you need know. me to get them while you say it? Oh, <laughs> if you want yeah. to, like, yeah, like, that's, 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 that's a flex. That's, that's a flex. I like bro, that. He does it every week. That's something the guy does. <laughs> I'm gonna man. stay still because Brian already showed the US belt. Okay. <laughs> so we got the US big goal. Big goal. I gotta say big goal. Um because I'm looking at all of them right now. <laughs> the, the new Intercontinental Championship. Mm. I like that one. The White Strap Intercontinental Championship. I'm putting them yes, both sir. on the list because those are hard. And yes, then sir. the final one, the number one, the Wing Eagle, baby. The Wing Eagle. Ooh, yeah. talk about it. <laughs> I love you it. Let me tell you that Wing Eagle. <laughs> you lost me a wing eagle. That's fair. I yeah. look. I know everybody don't like it, but I gotta be honest. The ones I definitely don't like is the the blue universal with the blue mm, mm, the Roman belt. The yeah, strap. It, I just don't like the strap, man. It, it, uh, it had a, it had to grow me too, brother. Don't feel bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's the ones uh has. I would say the uh the U.S. Championship, big gold, both intercon the new intercontinental and the white intercontinental strap, and then wing eagle. You know I like that white one too, man. You it's, know who carried oh, that one? The Miz. Yes, Miz. yes sir. Miz. Yes, sir. Miz. Yes, sir. Miz. Oh, you didn't say Dolph. Mm. That's what oh no, 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 no. You know, you know, I know Dolph gonna carry that bad boy. The Miz is <laughs> okay. Is Dolph man was good for that old school title. United States title, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's known for. So, but shout Brother out to Brandon. Man, Dolph. Dolph Ziggler always. It's, oh, real, real quick, yes, Dolph Ziggler is this contract running out so he can go join his brother? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. I, 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 I didn't mean to put you on the spot. It's just a rumor. I'm just asking. Look, I'm, hey, I'm not. I'm not too too sure like how true it is, but uh, okay. All right. I heard That's a fair. rumor that he might be trying to retire soon. Like, no, he's not retiring. look at him. Have you seen that man? He's not retiring. Mm -hmm. I'm saying. And he's looking. I know. And he's looking for his brother to put him out. Mm -hmm. Put his brother over. That dude got a <laughs> lot of bumps on the bump card, though. Okay, he did well, say that. Okay, listen, we'll, we'll put a pin in that. We'll come back to that because I feel like that's a conversation that <laughs> I'm sure we're going to have at some yeah. point. But Brother Brandon, another conversation. Get... Let's get back to the... <laughs> let's, let's get back All to right, our special guest. Brother Lynn, got a question for you. Yes, right? sir. So, oftentimes on the wrestling realm, we like to ask, like, what are you watching? Tell me your top five go-to matches that you would you will watch. This one, tell us about the type of wrestling that you like. Okay, I got you. Now, I'm going to say the first one because it is not a WWE match. The Ooh. first one, and I had to get this from outside. I was I was on YouTube, or mm -hmm. not on YouTube. Actually, you can't watch it on YouTube. You got to watch it on Facebook. Somebody put it on Facebook, and it's on some account that has all these old videos. But hmm. Terry Funk and uh, Mick Foley, well, he was Cactus Jack at the time. Terry Funk and Cactus Jack's. Uh, death match, the uh, the flaming barbed wire death Whoa. match. Yeah. That match is yeah. gruesome. Is it, it? It just spits in chills down my spine. The one that wow. they did in uh, I don't think it was New Japan. I don't think it was New Japan. I think it's no, nah, it wasn't uh, New Japan. It was with Onita. I think that's his name. His uh, his uh, the the crazy guy. Uh, yeah, it was his, his uh yep. match. So his company. So I got that one real quick. Wow. Did you oh. did you find that match after watching the dark side of the ring? Yes, sir. 100. <laughs> yeah, because that, that episode was crazy. It blew yeah. my mind, bro. Like that one in the Nick Gage uh episode that enlightened me yeah. to to deathmatch wrestling that I never like yeah. knew existed. That right. stuff is crazy, bro. Yeah. So, so that mm -hmm. takes care of my 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 like really 
deathmatch type stuff. So mm -hmm. I think the next one, I got another one that's not in WWE. It's a New Japan match mm -hmm. because I'm a big Kenny Omega fan. I knew it. You, you know, B, you know. <laughs> I, I got Kenny Omega and Okada when Kenny comes out with the cleaner uh, and he's dressed like the Terminator. That's oh, with the metal okay. armor stuff. Yep. Yes, that's, a, okay. that's a Wrestle yes, Kingdom, wasn't it? That's a Wrestle yes, Kingdom, sir. wasn't it? Yes. I, yeah, it was at Wrestle Kingdom. Because yep. they yep. both had them over-the-top entrances. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So that's that's one that I have to say. So those two are outside of, uh, outside of WWE. WWE. Yes, so I got... Then I have Triple H versus The Rock at Backlash 2000. Hmm. Okay. I put okay. that on the Patreon. Yep. Mm -hmm. Triple okay. H versus yeah. The Rock. I'm a big... Hey, the game to me is one of the best wrestlers ever. I don't, he has one flaw for me is how he did Booker T. That breaks my heart as a Triple H fan. Mm, how they did yeah. Booker T. And, and, and the things that went on with that. But besides that, I got to say that match. So we got three. All right, let me get you because I'm looking at my huh. I got you. Oh, the uh, <laughs> the ladder match at uh between the Hardys, the Dudleys, and uh Edge and Christian, the ultimate ladder match. That one. So we have four, and then the final one. I'm gonna say, let's see, the final one. What are we gonna give them? Hmm. I love top fives, man. I tell you, I love top five lists. It's hard, man. What's I know, but it's it's just so much fun, like hearing oh. everybody's top fives because it's like no list, usually no list, two lists are the same. Oh, 100 percent Let's see. I need to give you a Kevin Owens match because I'm a big I love Kevin Owens. Just take him and El Generico anytime I ROH. See, see, that's what I would look. <laughs> look, anytime. you can say all of ROH, and I would be okay with that. I'd be like, yep. I don't so, think they had a bad match in ROH, did they? No, not out. not many. I'm, so I'm gonna go. Matches. I'm gonna go. Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, SmackDown. Uh, in hold on, in two in 2019, I love me some Samoa Joe and and Kevin Owens. I thought that was, you know, I use that as it's not necessarily something that's super popular, but mm -hmm. when I look at it, the way that they got Kevin Owens to fight and. And I think Samoa Joe brought something out of him that I wish we could have got to see more of Samoa Joe in WWE. Man, that first that was a dope list, man. Let's give it up for uh yes. for this brother once again, man. That was an excellent list, man. I mean, and I, I think just wanted to point out, then mm -hmm. look who's on my side plates. Hey, <laughs> you a real one. <laughs> they're, they're, That's hard. They're a little dirty now. I don't know if Dwayne saw it or not. I don't know if he saw it. Oh wow! I mean, it's it's only right. It's only right. Listen, you know that's my guy. So, I'm I'm a big. First of all, I love Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, you know, we we got exposed to him early on with the New Japan and Ring of Honor partnership, uh, years ago before his um before he even got to WWE. Man, but that's an excellent list of um your top some of your your top five favorite matches. But um, what I want to know from you, uh, brother Lyndon, is. At what point, as a wrestling fan, did you decide that you wanted to take your skills as a radio host, as a podcaster, as a digital media content creator and influencer, and 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 do a wrestling show? I mean, you, okay, you, you've hosted so many other different things, you know what I mean? And you know, you're clearly you've, you've obviously been, you know, you have your wrestling card, you know these, you know, you can't name these matches and not, but you know, to, for you to actually decide to jump into this space, man, what was your inspiration? What were you thinking when you decided, you know what, I think I'm ready to do this now? So it was perfect. 
I, w- I watched wrestling growing up as a kid. I got to give credit to my friend JJ. He was a big rock fan. And every time I went to his house, I was like, what is this? And little backstory, and it's going to get us to where we are. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, at first, I didn't watch wrestling because I wanted to, but I didn't because my grandpa was friends with Big Cat Ernie Ladd. Whoa. Big, yeah, wait, wait. Oh, what? Did you Facts. just say? Big Cat Ernie Ladd, he lived in Franklin, and that was like one of Franklin, Louisiana, which is like, I grew up in a town called Generet, Louisiana, which is like 20 minutes away from Franklin, and that was my grandpa's best friend. I went to his house, I met the Big Cat, and see, the crazy thing is, I didn't know he was a wrestler for like the longest time. All all I remember was my grandma would be like, oh, he does something with that fake stuff, and I don't don't watch it because that's that fake stuff. And all I remember was my papa was like, because that's what we call grandpa. Papa, I'd be like, Papa, man, what's up with you? What's up, Ernie Ladd? He was like, he's a great wrestler, blah, blah, blah. He would tell us all of this, but I didn't think of it. So I went to my friend JJ's house, and we would watch wrestling there, and I got into it slowly. But to fast forward, when I was a co-host on my good buddy Norman Locke's show, he brought in a man by the name of Brian H. Waters. That triggered my love for wrestling again, and I was like... You know what? Yeah, I'm not a fan B- of that guy. <laughs> B Waters described the new generation to me very well. And I was like, you know what? Let me watch it. So that was, I would Remember say that, that was about two years ago, maybe. Was I, I would pandemic. say. Yep, during the pandemic. So during that time, after B Waters came on, I spent a year watching everything I missed. I would watch wow. NXT. No, a whole year. Because I was like, I'm not talking about this unless I'm, I don't want to be an ignorant person because. There's a lot of great podcasts out there. There's a lot of people who take this serious. And I felt if I was going to do it justice, I need to take it serious. So I went watch a bunch of NXT matches, a lot of the Undisputed Era stuff, a lot of uh, the Kevin Owens, like Seth Rollins and them getting into NXT. I watched a lot of the Seth Rollins era of everything that I really missed because I stopped right when like at post ruthless aggression right when pg era is really starting with like john cena being superman so i'm catching myself up for a whole year and i was like okay i know pretty much and then i watch documentaries i got to give credit to wrestling with andy he puts out a lot of good content so i'd watch those documentaries plus being on peacock watching all the old stuff and then i was like you know what let me podcast but before i did that and this was one of the final memories I have with my grandpa. That's why I cherish wrestling so much. Before he passed yeah. away, I was like, Papa, tell me about Big Cat Ernie Ladd. And he told me the whole story and mm. I, about just what he was doing. And I was like, you know what? It's time for me to do a wrestling podcast. I didn't want to do it without a co-host. So there's, I have a friend, because I'm in the anime world. He was in my Discord. Shout out to my, my co-host, Pete. He was like, Lynn, I didn't know you like wrestling. I was like, I didn't know you like wrestling. He was <laughs> That's like, how it always happens. He was like, should we do a pod? And I was like, you're damn right. So then boom, <laughs> the work shoot show takes off about a year and a half later. But it's because of Brian Waters coming on me and Norm's radio show that really kicked it off again. Shout out to Brian H. Waters inspiring people to start podcasts. <gasps> Man, Man, that is that's an amazing story. Go ahead, Brian H. No, I was going to say it was. It was I mean, do you hear that, Brian H? You hear this, brother? <laughs> inspiring people out here in the streets. No, that's a fact. I got to give credit what credit is due. 100%. Man, thank you, thank you. You know, like you, you, you and Norm, my guys, man. You know, me and Norm actually. It's funny, we met in a group chat through getting ready for NABJ in was it Vegas? Miami? Oh, Miami. Miami. Yep. And um, I remember we 
ran into each other in the mall was like, oh, okay, you know, guy from group chat, cool. All right, we ended up, you know, chilling down there, and then he was like, yo, can you come on the show? I'm like, of course, man, you know, and he he been on my show, so man, he's a great guy, you know. And he told me he's like, yo, he said, yo, Lynn, that's my man, yo. <laughs> so <laughs> it's great to see you out here doing big things, bro. Look, I'm gr trying to get like y'all, brother. I'm just grinding. We working. And like I said, I got there's three people I give credit to my grandpa, Brian H. Waters, and my guy Norm. Without without y'all three, I wouldn't be doing a wrestling pod. Wow. Man, definitely shout out to you guys. Hold on. I gotta give all y'all a round of applause again, man. I got you. I don't mean to keep hitting the round of applause button, man, but I gotta hit it, man. That's 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 a big deal, man. So definitely shout out to all of our inspirations out here. And uh, I definitely first of all, you met Big Head Underlad. That's Not just most... met him, was in his house, like knew him. Like... I didn't, I didn't know him as Big Cat. I just knew him as Mr. Ernie, Mr. Ernie Lab, my grandpa's friend. So you mm. knew him personally. He's yeah. one of the most polarizing figures in our history mm. of African Americans and in professional wrestling business. So that by by itself is enough, man. Like goodness Yo, gracious. My first, real quick, my first time ever watching the Hall of Fame was the '95 Hall of Fame. That was the first time I heard of him. When he got inducted, and this is when they did it, it was what they when they showed you the ceremony, it was a part of the 95 King of the Ring. Oh, okay. And, and my uncle had let me hold the tape. And so, you know, I was watching, and you know, back then you get a tape, you watch it over and over and over again. Bingo. And that's when I learned about I said, like, okay, this guy, big cat Ernie Ladd. And I, I just remembered like I'm hearing Todd Pettengill talking about him as they, you know. Remind like going over all the names that was inducted because you know this is when the Hall of Fame wasn't in like what it is now. It's a whole presentation. Yeah, it, was it was just like in a like a dinner hall. Yeah, a hotel yeah. ballroom. That's the words. Yeah, <clears throat> it's crazy because in his uh in his living room, I don't know if it's like I, whatever the Hall of Fame gives you to like mm -hmm. commemorate it. Right in the smack dab, all his wrestling stuff. Like right when you walk in his house, more more important than his football career. He wow. I can say this with a fact. He cherished his wrestling career. A hundred percent. Like he never talked about football when I was there. He would only talk about wrestling. Wow, amazing. That's yep. definitely. A, that's, is, is 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 there anything else that you want to tell about yourself, uh, Lynn? As far as what you do before we uh before we ring the bell and, and jump into uh this night of champions championship culture takeover? Anything about your shows? How you got to where you are, man? Any, anything? This is this is the floor is yours. Look, I would just say. 100% if you're an anime fan as you can see if you're a movie fan if you like just pop culture commentary on sports music whatever it is just give my uh podcast network a shot we put a lot of work into it we did we've done a lot of research and I've interviewed people like Chris Broussard from Fox Sports 1 Joy Taylor from Fox Sports 1 uh I had a debate and called him out on his tomfoolery, Jason Whitlock. I made him curse oh, wow. me out on on the radio on the uh show. Like we 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 because oh, I didn't like with me, brother. Yeah, look, I I yeah. couldn't have him on my show, and Bruh, that was hard. right when that was right <laughs> when uh they painted the N word on LeBron's door. Literally the day before that show, he did. He came on mine, and I I had to ask him. I was like, you cannot come on my show and be that type of guy without me coming back at you. So we like literally, it wasn't an interview; it was just a debate the whole time. And so I interviewed him. I interviewed the lead movie scooper at the rap, Umberto Gonzalez. We've interviewed Cyborg from the Justice League. So we we have, and anime-wise, mm -hmm. I interviewed the voice of Lupin, the voice of Deku, 
the voice of Sanji. So we we take this serious over here and just letting y'all know if y'all like uh, the, the things I've mentioned. We, we're credible in these streets, you dig? <laughs> yeah, bro. Joy, they going listen. crazy in the comments. <laughs> listen, what? <laughs> oh yeah, no. Look, and I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Great lady, the fit she wore when we did the pod. <laughs> look, look. We was at uh, NABJ and VIP. Shout out to Ashley Baker. Yeah, Joy treated us real good. <laughs> One of the sweetest ladies I've ever met, bro. One hundred percent. Hmm. Nah, she's good people though. Like I, I don't know her personally. I've never met her, but I've seen how she has embraced so much new and young talent, which is not that's what it is. Yeah, not it's not the status quo in this industry. Mm-hmm. But I've seen her like it, it, it doesn't matter what level you're on, and I she doesn't like, care. No, I, I definitely respect that. So definitely shout out to Joy, Joy Taylor. And, and that's, that's something that community. that for me, I don't know how y'all feel, but mm-hmm. when again when we at the top of the mountain enjoying a beer, I'm definitely pulling up the young because like there's too many people that didn't help me on my journey. Yep. To not want to help the young people, man. We got I mean, yeah. It's a, it's you got to pass the baton back. Like that's the problem with. To your point, what what makes joy different? What makes some of these people different? Mm-hmm. The older people like to hold that rope, and they, and it forced people like us to pull it instead of we pull it. They they pulling us, and we you know we going in one direction helping each other. You know, it's, it's like deacons in the Baptist church. I can say that because my grandfather was a deacon in the Baptist church. <laughs> they never want to they never want to make new deacons. They just like they just they stay in yep. the office until they was. That they went on to be with the Lord. God bless. Don't take soul. my spot. So, but yeah, man, <laughs> they that's, never uh, would have made. <laughs> so I just had to slide that tidbit in, man. But that that is absolutely amazing. But ladies and gentlemen, definitely follow the Bros Who Think podcasting network for everything, uh, all all the great things that that Lynn and his co-hosts are participating in and 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 hosting and all of that, etc. But brothers, we've reached that point in the show where it's time to ring the bell. Brian H. Let's get it cracking. There it is. Night of Champions Championship Culture Takeover. Brother Brandon, the Belt King himself, the host of Championship Culture, Brandon the Guy Guy. The floor is yours. Well, brothers, brothers, brothers. As I try to, um, are you going to send it out or you? No, nah, you got it. it. Okay. Nah. <laughs> so, I'm going to first You got it. Hold on. You got it. Right. You got it. You got it. I got it. This first question going, and then I'm gonna send out a special uh, treat for anybody that's viewing to go over to Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter to see a special thing as part of the shenanigans for tonight. But the first thing I want to talk about is this Sunday we know both women belts are on the line. Granted, they're not on the right show, but let me let me give you a little brief history about this women's title. Right, uh-huh. the women's championship dates all the way back to 1956. So mm. went all the way to 1990 when it was deactivated, but it was brought back in 1993. I bet you Brian Waters knows exactly what happened in 90, why it became deactivated, because his eyebrow shot up. I saw that. But in 90? In 90. The, can I guess? Is it the dropping in the trash can? No, we're going to keep going. Really? <laughs> really? So it was, it was brought back in 93, deactivated in 95, came back in 98, was vacated in 2001. Um, I'm sorry, when it came back in 98, remember in November of 2001, it came back where Brian's favorite and won the belt. Ironically, she won it and she retired it in 2006. Um, and then in 2010, it was unified at Night of Champions with the Divas title, mm. which is ironic that is yet again, here we are again. I think it's some Triple H just we about to get. But 
when it was unified with the Divas title, the Divas title became the one title for the women. Then at WrestleMania, it became mm-hmm. the women's champion, and then it split off again into mm-hmm. the Raw Women's Champion because the SmackDown Women's Championship was created. So, brothers, what I want to ask you tonight, with all of this history dating back to 1956, and even though a SmackDown Women's Belt was branched out of this and caused it to split again, do you think this Saturday we're either going to see new titles or new names for these titles? Let's start with you, Len. You're the guest on the show, brother. All what right, you, all right. What are you What are you thinking? Look, what I hope I'm gonna give you what I hope because I said this today. It's funny we talking about this. I literally said this on the radio show. Shout out to the Lafayettes who watching. I hope they change the Raw Biancas to the WWE Women's Championship belt, and I hope they change Rhea's to the world women's world heavyweight championship if you can call it that because i know you don't uh say a woman's weight on like the website and whatnot mm, so yeah. uh if whatever you want to call it uh i hope that that's what they change it to because it makes no sense right now how it is and i don't think it's fair to make bianca drop or it's fair to make Rhea drop all they need to do is make two name changes that's what i want to see that's what i hope we see and that's what i think we're gonna see you know, it's funny you mention so, that. It's be as it's it's funny you mention that, Lennox, because I was thinking about um just as Brother Brandon as he was kind of breaking down the history as he always does, um, of the women's uh title lineage and how they eventually split. Uh one one of the things I was telling the brothers throughout the week was I'm like, if you guys notice that Rhea Ripley's on Raw, she's still carrying the SmackDown women's championship. And I'm like, if you see Bianca Belair on SmackDown, she's still carrying the Royal Women's Championship. And I'm like, okay, if I know Triple H, something's up. And I think in this age of this, or I guess I guess we're calling it the Triple H era officially. I'm noticing that he does this thing where he is trying to make these subtle surprises to try to keep keep wrestling fans on their toes, right? You know, we, we we've seen everything, we've experienced it all. It's hard to kind of surprise us, but. To Brandon's credit, I'm saying to myself, you know what? I think something's up. I, I mean, a, a, am I wrong for assuming? Like, you, usually last year they did it, and they literally just handed the titles over with Becky and Charlotte, and that was it. But they, it's like it almost seems intentional that mm-hmm. they're on separate shows. They've been drafted different shows, and yet they've not dropped their definitive titles. Go ahead, brother Brandon. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that's the point because the other option, if we don't see these titles, and this is for you, Brian H. Waters, do we just change – the color. Ooh. So that's the, you know, um, make one that evolution green, make one pink. I like pink. Let me what why what why pink brand is. Do you think that might yeah, be why pink? Kind of misogynistic. No, I pink mean, is awesome. Yeah, I, I like it, pink. <laughs> it is. Pink is awesome. I remember man. they were it's doing like that the for the warriors for breast cancer in October. Good point. Purple. So that's the only thing. That's why I, I now here's the and other thing. Who scenario. said purple? I like purple. I was <laughs> gonna say that. That was my in my nerds. I said the evolution and then purple because mm. we're not using purple and orange anymore for the cruiserweights because they just that's got got absorbed. Would you be mm. okay with the raw and smackdowns champion having those color? <clears throat> yeah, I, I think you know, yeah, I think it would you know, but I also like Lynn's idea, right. Make it women's uh, world title, women's uh, WWE title, but 
still rock with you know change the colors. Um, I think if you do that, you probably won't go with those color schemes. You'll probably just go with something basic. Probably like a black, you know, a black. I mean, you know, one being red, but maybe just the um the actual background being different. So, uh, but yeah, that's the way I would do it. But yeah, it would be interesting to see, certainly. If you do so, it that way, you save headache. Like you don't ever come to this problem again. That's the thing. And yeah, that's what's gonna be my next point because if you think about this in history, when we had the women's champion and the divas champion, depending on who holds the belt, is which one is quote unquote the inferior belt, if you really mm. think about it. Because certain people holding you couldn't tell me Beth Phoenix with the Diva Championship wasn't more important than anybody else with the women's title because she made it that dominance. So yeah. WWE has done a great job with not letting the Raw or the SmackDown women champion look like they're inferior. It's just their reign. So, Brother Hugh, let me ask you this question. With the women belts, do you think that one will become more inferior if we change the name? Ooh, man. That's tough. Wow. That's a loaded question, brother. It definitely is loaded. Good question. I'm, 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 I'm talking like lo- loaded baked potatoes at Fridays. Right, with all the cheese. I'm going to get them to the cheese, man. sour cream, and bacon. You know, I'm not you gotta have a sour cream. Sorry, Brian Right, halfway, right. Halfway through it, I realized, Brian H., you did say you was trying to get yourself situated. I was like, my fault. I should, yeah. He'd be all right. He, he, you want one? I'll get you one. <laughs> Petty. I'm mean, eating these Mentos because they, they it's no Eat your Mentos, bro. Eat your don't fall. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Mint, mentos are sugar free, right? Yeah, I oh, guess. I had no idea, brother. I need those. <laughs> nah. His breath shout, smelling good as hell over there right now. Look at him. Hey, man. Shout out, shout out, shout out to Lynn. Uh, you clearly your money maker, man, because you you bring a lot of people like live on the chat right now. So, hey, but. shout out to the shout out to the family, man. I'm glad y'all showing up. Yeah, but, but but back to you, brother. You're not ducking this question. This is hard. Yeah, you're not, dunk, you're not ducking this question. <laughs> Do you want me to rephrase it? Yeah, rephrase it. Go ahead. One more if we go with the idea of one being the WWE Women's Champion, the other one the World Champion, or whatever we want to call them, two separate names, does one become inferior to the other? I think it only depends on, like, who has it and what show is more popular right now. Like, for instance, like, I would say right now it's kind of neck and neck because you have Rhea, who's hot. Yeah, yep, Bianca, who can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So right now, if you used to change that, you'd be good, you'd be okay. But if you have like Bianca and no disrespect, like Dana Brooke or somebody, you know, I know that won't happen. But on, you know what I'm saying? It, it just depends on it. Just, <laughs> well, it just depends be, on the person. Yeah, it just depends on the trouble. And the <laughs> or it just no. depends on the storyline that they're in at that point in time. Also, so it's a well, lot of things you got to take into consideration. Well, brother, I think you have a very valid point. So let's just go there. Like, let's just stay. Let's keep keeping on hot spot. Uh, mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley is facing off against Natalia for yeah. the uh, for what we know as as of right now is the SmackDown mm-hmm. Women's Championship, and you have Bianca Belair facing off against Oscar for what we know now as so far, and I say no now as as for now as the Raw Women's Championship. Okay, so so Lynn, if Rhea Ripley retains mm-hmm. and Bian- and Bianca Belair retains, according to what Brother Hugh said. And what does it, how can you determine which title is the most dominant title if the two most dominant ladies retain it, retain their championships? I think that is perfect. I think honestly, you that's you change the names because you have the two most dominant people 
in the women's division as champs. You have the baby face and you have the heel. And honestly, if I'm doing it, I'm giving Bianca the WWE Women's Championship. I'm sorry. You got to give it because she's the because she's the face. Because she has the John Cena effect of... Thank you, you. Say it again, bro. When you saw those Make-A-Wish kids, and especially that little girl dancing, when Triple yeah. H told that story, it brought tears to my eyes. Because that's where that did. That, that shows how no, imagine special... Imagine being in the room. Yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. That shows how special Bianca Belair is. And if she's that special, you have to give her the title that is the company's title. Ooh, I got chills. That's, that's but, a really good point. But at the Sheesh. same time... The yeah. best heel is Rhea. So yes, she is. The heel doesn't need the WWE chat. You give the heel the world, the world head. Like she is the baddest woman on the planet. She gets the world heavyweight championship. I think it's perfect right now. Time out. Time I'm out. A, oh, go ahead. You, you did Uh-oh. not take a break from watching wrestling, or did not. It's no way in the world like that. It's, it's like there's no you, way. You He's one of a, us. Yeah. He is, <laughs> hold on. Break, break, breaking news, Lynn. Please, by the time you leave, man, I need your shirt size. We're going to, I'm going to purchase you a Russell Rum t-shirt, and we're going to send it out to you. Hey, I got so hey, double X. I tell you right now, okay, <laughs> <laughs> brother. Like, like when we say that he's an honorary Rum member, I'm like, I'm, I'm with you, Brian. So I'm like, he, you know, who he reminds me of. He reminds me of E Rock. E Rock. Like, no, there's no winner where you did not grow up watching Russell, man. That that was fire. Like that, I'm just I didn't mean to, to in, interject. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just I had to call it I'm out like, where what? I saw. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting there man. like, dang, he got a point, bro. So you know, brother Allen, you, you can't avoid it. You know, I got a question for you. Here we go. All right. Oh, yes, yeah. So now, since we seem like we all in agreement to have the two different names, right? Okay. Now Lynn just said put one on Bianca and one on Rhea for reasons, right? Okay. So my question to you, brother. Yes, sir. Do we continue in the way we are with Bianca and Rhea? And now Rhea just becomes the international star because she has that international backing and keep mm-hmm. Bianca in like the Roman Reigns appeal that she's for the shows. Whew. I don't think I don't think you need to. Um, and, and, and here's why. When you look at the way women's wrestling is particularly booked, right? Um, when you look at the way the structure of like a Roman Reigns and and his titles and the WWE Universal Championship, and then you have the need for a World Heavyweight Champion is because your biggest star works a sort of a a, a part time schedule, right? Mm-hmm. So th- there's a there's a necessity for another top champion to kind of fill the gaps of the shows that need to be headlined when you travel, especially now with so much WWE expanding their global presence, right? Show me the reason you have. Um, and versus in women's wrestling right now, they're like kind of on a come up, right? They're they're not being treated as a woman's spot; they're being treated as prominent spots. So, like Bianca has a prominent spot, not because not she's a prominent spot because she's a women's wrestler. Like she has a prominent spot, period. And Rhea Ripley is there as well. And I think with them both working the same type of schedule, uh, on multiple different shows on different brands, I think it only just furthers the agenda of kind of normalizing the involvement of main event women's talent in professional wrestling, which is what I think Triple H is trying to do. You know, if, if, if there's anything that he has done well is he's always developed new women stars in WWE. He's responsible for that. And mm-hmm. now that he's kind of at the charge, he's breaking us out of this 
stigma where it's like, okay, let's have our wrestling show and then have our a lady lady wrestling segment because that's what they referred to back in the day, referred to as lady wrestlers, right? It's like no, they're superstars, just like the rest of them. And, and and I know you say it, and I know you put on a pay per view, but he's actually interjecting this in the mix, and I think he has the two perfect stars to do that because they're both young. One is already established. One is one of the top heels in the company. Once again, she's not a woman's heel, and if anybody that I trust to do that is Triple H. I mean, he came out, think about it. His, when he first, Triple H got over is because he had a, he had a female bodyguard. You know what I mean? Yep. So mentally, yep. how he approaches the business and how he looks at women, I know for a fact he's not just trying to toe the company line. He, I know he's genuine in his approach because of what made him popular. You know, uh, he said China was one of the most polarizing things that ever happened to his career is because he went out and got a bodyguard and it was a female bodybuilder. You know what I mean? And that's what kind of set him apart. And then when they watch her do her thing, like China became one of the biggest stars in the Hall of Famer, you know, a part of DX and in the world of professional wrestling. Right. So when you have that approach, I don't think they need to, you know, uh, schedule uh, Bianca in one frame and schedule Rhea. I think with them, with those two and then all the other women talent around them and then all the up, up and coming, man, I think women's wrestling is about to turn the corner from being categorized as women's wrestling but just actually just considered valuable parts of our wrestling shows big facts so that was um a lot to take in i'm gonna say that because we all know that either one of the women can be interchangeable that's how i wanted to get your take on it because you could put bianca anywhere anytime she's gonna print money Rhea is gonna print money in a different way sure if you really think about it when you when you think about it so People are going to want to see either one of them. And, 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 and I'll say this before we move on real quick. If you notice, Rhea Ripley is one of the one of the up-and-coming women's superstars that wasn't involved in a women's storyline. Right? She didn't get over because of what she was doing in the women's division. Like, Bianca went that route. It's, man, it just, it just shows you that there's room for both. You know what I mean? It's you not like, okay. Well, you, and you need both. We yeah. need no, both. Yeah, no, and you do because they went they went on completely different paths, right? And yet there's room for them to be just as it's not like okay, well, there's only one top dog. So at one point at one it was one dimension. All right, it's Charlotte's turn. So now mm-hmm. Sasha Banks, you gotta wait. Now it's Sasha's turn. Bailey, you gotta wait. Now it's Bailey's turn. Becky, you gotta wait. Now it's Becky's turn. Now you gotta wait. And then now we gotta build new stars. We got Oscar, we got Bianca. And you know what I mean? It's it's not it's not so one dimensional anymore. It's like, man, Rhea Ripley got over by being Rhea Ripley in, in whatever she was involved in. And it just happened to be with the judgment day and that involvement. She, she didn't become number one contender because she, she had a set of bunch of matches and she was 34 and oh, and she, everything doesn't have to be competition based. It can be character based. It can be story based. And I'm like, man, if they keep going it that way, you, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to segment. That, exactly. Like, and, and there's room for it. There's room for it. So. Treated like in, in this way, I think treated like how you had Stone Cold, you had The Rock, you got yep. Rhea, you got Bianca. I always tell B Waters this I'm ready for the match. You got John Cena and Edge or Randy Orton sitting right there. You can yeah. have both as champions, like you you push both and you 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 make sure that these are the two spear, the two heads of the spear that's pushing the hole bigger and wider for more women to come through. Facts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. So now, brothers, mm-hmm. as we talk about these titles, I want to transition to another title that's on the line this weekend. So call it what it is. I believe the Intercontinental title is on the line because of where the pay-per-view it is. And his opponent is because of where it is. Are you sure? 2,000%. Um, <laughs> so when we talk about uh, – give me his name, Dwayne. Nobody can say it like you. 
our Intercontinental Champion. Gunta. All right, there we go. Has been raining for 348 plus days, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Impressive rain. So I want to give some facts about this Intercontinental title before I get to the questions I'm going to ask the brothers, all right? So we had, we all we know. had slides on the screen with all this, these facts. So this is good stuff, yeah. man. This is awesome. <laughs> right. Like Brandon Guy knows his stuff, man. This is great. Well, it's, it's, this is this is going to piss you off right now. Uh-oh. So the person with the most reigns is who here for the Intercontinental title? Yes, it means. No, <laughs> thank you. It's Chris Jericho with mm-hmm. nine. Mm-hmm. Honky Tonk <laughs> Man has the <laughs> longest reign of 454 mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy was the youngest champion at age 23. Ric Flair being the oldest champion at 56. Only three men in this history have held this belt more than 365 days. Pedro Morales, Randy Savage, and the Honky Talk Man. Now, when we talk about reigns, this is what I'm going to focus on the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Are reigns or days with the title more important? Because when you mm. look at this title, the Miz has eight reigns, and his right. combined time is 619 days. But then when you look at Dolph Ziggler with his six reigns, only totals 372. But Jeff Jarrett has six reigns, 298. RVD. You see, you see, brother, he's faced when you said Dolph Ziggler's reigns. Yeah, He's taking notes. RVD, <laughs> six reigns, 211 days, right? Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side, you have Razor Ramon with only four reigns that totaled 437. So is the Miz or Razor a better champion? How do we look at this? So I'm gonna go. Ooh, I'm gonna start ooh, with you, brother um, Allen. Then we're gonna come to you, then. But brother, Allen. oh, they're supposed to put the guest first. Dang. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Lynn. I'm gonna go to Lynn. Yes, Lynn, you. I got now, your question that, for you. Now I got to test When you think about the Intercontinental Champion, is it a point in history that it becomes more dominant that you want to see that more than you do your WWE Champion? Mm. Oof, okay. Man. To answer your first one about the, the rains and the days, mm-hmm. I think days matter more today. Today, okay. because of Gunther, I think Gunther changed the, the, the foundation. I think because Honky Tonk Man had that days, I think Triple H is trying to get that out of you. He yeah, wants hon- that gone. Man is weak, man. I'm sorry. Super weak. And I think yeah. rains have mattered pre-today. And yeah. now I think that we have Gunther. I think days are going to start mattering more now, but to, uh, uh, but go ahead, repeat your question for me, my, Brandon. My bad, I was stuck on you so having with the days. <laughs> is there a point in history that you can recall where the Intercontinental Championship meant more than the actual WWE or World? Oh, okay, I got you. It's it's got to be the Miz. It's got to yeah. be the Miz with the white strap when he was on mm-hmm. Talking Smack with Daniel Bryan, where he said, "Nah, Daniel, you you don't you don't want to wrestle. I want to wrestle. You don't want to wrestle." <laughs> Hit him with that, and I think that's the I think that's the time where I can see where the Intercontinental Championship mattered a little bit more. All right, so brother Allen, I'm gonna change yes, the question now. Here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm a ch- my Alexa just told me she don't know something. Um. Brother Allen, you, you tell Alexis to mind her goddamn business. This is championship belt talk we having right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> if she if he tell her that, more, then she ain't rains, work. <laughs> so, in a, since Lynn said this, reigns more matter more back then, but days matter now, right? Yes, sir. Did the Intercontinental title make you focus more on wrestling when it was the mid Carter workhorse belt between the people like Christian, Jeff Hardy? 
edge these Ooh. future world champions than it did when they were world champion. Oh man, Brandon got coming with a great question. I know, bro. brother. Like, I'm stuck. I'm like, it, we it, talking it, about belts here. We talking about belts. And is, shout out to is, my co-host in the chat on the worksheet. Oh, Pete. Yeah, he in here. Okay. Let's get Pete on the screen. Is it there? Oh yeah. Um, it's uh, it's what do you say, anime? Yeah, that's it. There we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Uh, to to answer the question, I think I think it does. And it's because it's like if if you look at it, like that title was depending on who had it, it was considered your workhorse title, right? Like you, you got to think about the phases of what that championship kind of represented over time in its history, right? So there was a time in history where wrestling was coming out of the territory days and, and they were just living kind of national where, where they sent out groups of performers to, to work an A schedule and performers to work a B schedule. You know what I mean? So uh, H- Hogan and, you know, whoever went to this town and then you will send whoever your intercontinental champion, Hog- uh, Piper, Savage, whatever, to this town. You know what I mean? And... I think when it was in a space where that was the second most important championship, but that was the one where you got the bulk of your wrestling versus mm-hmm. even like, if you look at the history of professional wrestling, it's kind of always been that way. Like uh, uh, we look at WrestleMania three, we look at, it's always re- Savage versus Steamboat is always the most revered of, of a work rate wrestling match. Right. As far as what it means to main event, something like WrestleMania, but the main event was Hogan and Andre and Hogan and Andre was a spectacle. You know, uh, Hogan and Andre left the imprints. Hogan and Andre sold the tickets. Hogan and Andre, uh, the the build, the 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 action figures, the posters, the moments, the the, mm. the memories that fans went home with, um, uh, attached to their childhoods forever. That's what a main event is supposed to do, right? But at the end of the day, it's like you you have your intercontinental championship because you realize that it's still professional wrestling. This is our form of sports entertainment, you know, and this is what some people have come to see. You know, and and that's that's what I mean by like, yo, when 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 you have the IC title or the Intercontinental Championship, depending on which era it was, and the era that you named was, I mean, I I really remember these guys having having better matches as Intercontinental Champions and Championship Contenders than they did in their World Title reigns, right? You 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 talk about uh, the Christians and the Jeff Hardys, and and I'll even go a step further with guys like Carlitos. And guys like the Shelton Benjamins and even the RVDs, guys, they didn't necessarily have world title reigns, but it, those feuds and those championships were important to us. Like I, I remember, I think RVD is one of the greatest mid card champions of all time. You know, just for his uh, his long television title reign he had in ECW, and then what he did with the Intercontinental Championship in WWE. I never for a second ever felt like he was a, a mid card performer. He was he was must see TV on the card. Like he was there. He just wasn't closing the show. Rock and Austin was. Triple H was. And you know I, I feel the same way about guys like Jericho. And I feel the same way about guys like um, uh, you know Christian and and Edge at one point. So man, I I as much as I want to disagree, I I kind of can't. Like sheesh, I, I just want like you should have never gave him control like of the I show, a, a bro. Should have never. I'm. I did not plan on thinking this hard tonight. And it's like, man, yo, this is deep. Well, wait for like, Brian's is, question. Just wait. Shout out to you for saying Shelton mm-hmm. Benjamin D. That not nah. real talk. Like that was a reign I remember, bro. Like I Shelton mean, Benjamin remember, was that guy. Shelton Benjamin got the torch passed to him from like Randy Orton because Randy Orton was the guy 
right? He was, you know, it's like you, you, the Intercontinental Championship during that era, to my point, is like, you remember, that was the one that, that kind of lets you know who was up next, yep. you know? And Randy Orton was coming, and then Randy Orton was kind of leaving, and then guys like Shelton Benjamin and Carlito kind of came up together, right? And then you had Jeff Hardy that was, you know, really starting to make his singles run, you know what I mean? And then you had, you know, your RVDs and, you know, interchangeable guys that, that will come and contribute, you know, of course, your Lance Storms, you know, your Christians, your Edge, and so on and so forth. And it's like, man, you know, after a while, you're like, man, this this guy's got to be up next. I think that's why Shelton Benjamin, to me, was such a disappointment in Carlito, is because the way they were booked, you were like, oh, well, he's clearly up next. And then sometimes the opportunities just don't present themselves. You know, things go left, things go right. And, um, yeah, man, but, but, it, but it doesn't diminish or take away what it meant for them to hold that championship. So, yeah. As a young black kid, I remember with, like, Shelton Benjamin, to your point, I thought he was next, and, like, that was a yeah. hero to me, and, like, I wanted him to be next. But to your point, that's why that reign means a lot, because yeah, you, you that was, got to see him do got. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was as good as we were going to get from that. So, like you say, it, it's it becomes that much more important. So, like his his IC title run was his was his world heavyweight championship to me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, on to you, uh, brother Brian Orders. So you are like the group historian, right? And I'm gonna challenge your knowledge here. Uh oh. Because I think this is rooted in facts, but you're probably gonna be mad at me that I'm asking you this question. Has the Intercontinental title? Had more memorable moments than the world championship. Cool. Loaded question. That's subjective. That's definitely a loaded question. It it definitely is. And now let me let me give you some content behind it. WrestleMania three. What about it? I'm just I'm just I mean, is that one of the matches that people talk about? Does the Intercontinental title have more? Memorable moments, then the and I, when I say world, I mean WWE World Heavyweight, whatever the top prize was called at that time. Does the um, Intercontinental title have yeah. more memorable moments than that? Mm. Absolutely. Only also, because, I'm curious. Yeah, the workhorse yeah. title. So what? What I think about moments that jump out. I, I'm I'm thinking about the many times it's stolen the show. Okay, so you, you know what you're you, right. You, you, you think about WrestleMania, you brought up WrestleMania 3. Mm-hmm. Um, even at WrestleMania 5, yeah, we know that was the Mega Powers explode. Not gonna say this throw the show, but this was a moment when Bobby Heenan, like they finally got the belt off Warrior with right. Rick Rude. Yeah. Um, I you can even go to WrestleMania 10, the ladder match. Um, dang it, oh man, you yes, know, sir. I wasn't prepared for this show. Sorry, I apologize, right? <laughs> because WrestleMania. Like, man, yeah, WrestleMania eight. Um, when oh shoot, Piper Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, shoot. I mean, my gosh, SummerSlam '92. My one of my favorite matches of all time. Of the one that closed the show, Wembley Stadium. Yeah, Bret Hart and British Bulldog. Or the year before that, Bret Hart and Mr. Perfect. Um, I was gonna say yeah. I, I forgot about yeah. Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect, because I always think about the British Bulldog and Bret. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like that one always overclouds it. Uh, 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 understandable and, and pre- yeah, Bret, you know, Bret, like that always is the my go-to when it comes to the uh, uh, Bret Hart and a Carnival title, like yeah. automatically. Yeah, Bret, Bret and Perfect. Bret um, Perfect was the match that Bret Hart said made him. It, it, yes. That's what I was gonna say. And, and, yeah. and, and mind you, Perfect did that with a bad back. Yes, but that made um, him. But what yeah. got people talking about him was him and Owen. I mean, no. I was like him and Bulldog. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> I was yeah. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, but yeah, but like 
and he went over in a loss, you know. Yep. Uh, he uh, get your SummerSlam. Yep. Uh, That's what I was thinking edge. of. Yep. Bro, I, I I remember that match more than Undertaker Austin. Like, the, oh, oh I'm, most definitely. I'm sorry. Like the the, the, the build up, the build up, the build up was amazing. You know what I'm saying, but I remember that's the one that stood out the most, especially now after I watched the episode of Young Rock. I was getting ready to say, <laughs> and then guess what? If you want to, the, the month before it fully loaded when they went all, uh, I think it was 30 minutes, and they were mm-hmm. the time ran out. Yeah. You know, um, so uh, yeah, but the Intercontinental Title. I mean, and, and then I mean, recently, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles. After oh, yeah. what? with Edge and uh, Randy Orton, they said we're gonna have the best match ever, and they said, Okay, let's see if you can top this. Come on now. Um, now they, what you just said, Brian, put a pin in there. Do you think these matches are good because they had something to prove because it was for that title, or do you think it was just because they were just that good? And I'm saying overall, these wrestlers, I was oh. not prepared for the show, bro. <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of both to be honest with you. Um, because some of them, it seems like it was because they, like when you say Daniel Bryan and AJ because they were just that good, but then the Rock and Triple H had something to prove at that time. Well, think about it, right, mm-hmm. Brandon? You 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 work in management, but before you went to the higher levels, you worked hard to get there, right? So if mm-hmm. you get an IC title money, you want world title money. Yep. Yeah. It's well. just that simple. So you know. Uh, I remember Kevin Nash when he was the Intercontinental Champion and he was giving a challenge to Bret Hart. And this was just to get you used to seeing Kevin Nash in that that uh, main event picture when he was like, yeah, this Intercontinental title is nice, but I want the world title, you know, because that's going to show you you want that big paycheck. I mean, you know, Jericho and Chris Benoit, you know, they they follow the, the precedent that the Rock and Triple H set where we have these battles for the IC title a year or two later. We're going to have these battles for the world title, you know, and, and even though Benoit and Jericho never got the really main event at a world title match with each other. But mm-hmm. the matches that they were putting on for the Intercontinental Chamber, Backlash 2000, uh, Lynn brought up earlier, they had that match. Uh, SummerSlam 2000, two out of three falls. Um, so, yeah, and, and, and that's just, I mean, and, and we get to the ruthless aggression there. That's a whole nother ball game. You know, you I mean, just us? Randy Orton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, it's just, just that whole run. But it, you, I mean, Brian is once again, uh, stupendous points because I'm sitting there thinking, like, wait a minute, I don't remember who <laughs> main evented that SummerSlam where uh, Sean and, and Sean and Razor had the rematch, the latter match. Yeah, Getcho said in China when China was IC champion, true 95 was the 90, yeah, this because remember, she took it from Jared, she took it from yeah. Jeff Jared, she, she did. did that was that was a historic that was that. I'm uh, so what I'm a woman. He was playing that gimmick. You got to be in the kitchen. You still as a clean, and it was yeah. it was perfect time. He helped get her over in that match. And then Big and match. then he left. He was not happy. He was yeah. not no. Right. You know you know you know because you know Jerry was such an old school guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was Diesel and Mabel. I exactly. Just about oh, exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would yeah. never even was that, about main, that. that was the main. Event? 95 but, SummerSlam. SummerSlam, where, 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 where Sean and Briz had the rematch for the mm-hmm. Undisputed. You don't remember. They was trying exactly. to get Mabel going. He was the king of the ring. Yeah, man. Because remember, Mabel was the third man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't love when Bishop gets mad when people say that. He's like, he's like, it's the stupidest thing. It was never the case. They even made a shirt out of it. Wow. Wow. So I ho- I'm glad I got him thinking. So, Lynn, I hope you're enjoying this because I- I'm-, I'm loving it. Uh, I'm gonna um, okay, ask I'm gonna finish questions. off this intercontinental title with one more question. 
critical <laughs> thinking. Like, like, like we ain't got to work in the morning. <laughs> I would not. Nah, I love this, bro. man. Because when you said Mr. Perfect, that, that, like, bro, like, yo, that's one of my favorite wrestlers, bro. bro. Perfect is that dude. I remember yes. how how important Bret Hart said that match was him. I said, "Oh shoot, that's the match that Bret Hart said it made." That's a that's a serious statement for a wrestler. First of all, that the best there is, the best there was, and the best ever will be. Make a statement like that, like so. You're telling me that that's the match that put you on the map that you felt like gave me my childhood. I'm go like, back on, and man. watch like, it, knowing what you know now. Like when he said Perfect had a bad back, but he went out there and did that for him. It meant a lot to him. Yeah, and and, and it's just crazy. To even think about that, and I think Perfect in a '93 Royal Rumble might have been injured too. I think mm. he might have like a, a hand injury or Dang. something. I did but, not know Perfect was hurt. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's I would have never known. I would have never. We talk known. about Shawn Michaels. Go back and watch the match and see if you can oh, tell yeah. he's hurt. Yo, when you're talking exactly. about entering wrestlers, you gotta like. I know we never say perfect, but you gotta give perfect his flowers. That, that's facts, that's another facts, one. Shawn facts, Michaels facts, and Mr. Facts, perfect. Facts. That when when Shawn Michaels was getting going, see that's what Mr. Perfect. Where that's that's another reason why you can compare Dolph Ziggler to him because Thank if you, you think about Mr. Perfect, <laughs> I'm <guy>. really you. <laughs> I was just waiting for somebody. I was just waiting for somebody to say something. But he got Brett and Sean ready for the for, to be work like to be credible workhorses, not yep. necessarily for the main event, but to be credible workhorses. And and wow. and and into the respect of brother Hugh, man, Dolph Ziggler, he carried mm-hmm. that same tradition. Like I remember when when him versus the Miz, and and it was a time where Dolph yes. Ziggler was about to retire, and I'm like, don't. That was one of my favorite feuds during that era, and I was like, bro, it. it I don't want to say it wasn't much going on at the time, but if you think about it, I'm having a conversation about that that particular match and that feud now rather than whatever else was going on during that moment. I don't remember too much about it, especially the, the time period, but I remember specifically, you know, Dolph Ziggler was on that, I got to climb this ladder because that the Miz made that title that much more important like my Cole said, 2016 Miz versus Ziggler for the for the IC, and and, that, and that's what that's what made me think about. it. I was like, oh no, nah, I remember that because I remember, I remember that's one of the matches that I'll go back and say like I want to find a good Dolph Ziggler match with a good outfit on. That's is. one of the matches, and I'm like, yo, Dolph Ziggler's that I got, dude. I think I think he should get that same respect as Mr. Perfect. Go ahead. I got one more person who give you more memorable matches with the IC title than the world title right now. I think it's gonna change. Seth Rollins. Yo. Yeah, he was you think about that. Seth Rollins and 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 Finn Balor, <laughs> Seth Rollins and the Miz. All, yeah, right. uh, I mean, like Seth Rollins' world title, his first world title run was cool. Don't get me wrong, but it's those stars the memorable yeah. matches because he wanted to steal the show. That's what yeah. made yeah. him. And 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 to brother has, I mean, look what Dolph just did for Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker might not be Braun Breaker you, right now without Dolph Ziggler. Bro. I Absolutely. watched NXT during that era because of what. Dolph Ziggler and the Dirty Dogs did for Braun Strowman. Just the, yeah, the matches they they had the matches on Raw, and I was following them to Tuesdays on NXT or Wednesday, mm-hmm. whatever was coming on. And I I remember specifically once that feud ended, I didn't turn tune back in to to NXT because I was I like, remember well, having that conversation with you, man. I remember having I that like, conversation I, about and it. I, and, and we were talking about. I said, brother, I said, who's he going to dance with now? I, I said it made sense for Dolph Ziggler to go back on Bobby Roode because it's like, and then and then Dolph Ziggler won, like like yep. it. It shows the emphasis of you need talent to make talent, and you need main event talent to be able to make new main event talent. Because I think Braun Baker is going to be a main event player eventually. It may be 10, 20 years down the line, but I think he has all the makers <laughs> to be one, right? Well, but you need this Sunday, so that's going to be fun. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, so you, you, for the title, you need this, you need established players to help 
create those guys. And I think Dolph, like I said, it goes back to what I said. Dolph Ziggler belongs in that in that same respect as the Mr. Perfect so in regards to how they've helped develop young talent. And of course, he's already he's already sparked up a few with JD McDonough. So he's he's at it again. Yeah, he is. So that that was a good segue for this um question. For you see, Ash you see how you see, you see how he maniacally yeah, said that man. though, right? Like no, he's got good, stuff. <laughs> that was a good segue because, as we know, hey Brandon, we didn't talk about none of this earlier, bro. You want to fall with me earlier? Why? Why are you doing this to me now on the air, bro? But look, this is because you said it was a championship culture takeover, right? Okay, all right, go ahead. All right, so now we know one man holds the reign for the most. Title reigns with the IC belt, right? In Brother Hughes' world, who breaks that <laughs> record? Is it the Miz or is it Dolph? Which one mm. breaks the record for and holds the title the most? Who would you choose? Well, of course, you know I'm gonna choose Dolph, but to be real, the Miz is the man when it comes to the IC title. He kind of is. You heard it first. You, 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 you heard it. Right? <laughs> you said it. Hold on. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> That's hard. <laughs> so what I heard you say was, you got Jericho, Dolph you got Miz, Miz and you got Dolph. The belt? You said what? You said Dolph is better than the Miz when it comes to the IC title. Well, yeah, of course. I, I gotta stay okay. by my man Dolph. Just, just you know, I'm just off top. That's that's what I'm gonna roll with him. But, but to be realistic, but, but to be realistic though. <laughs> <laughs> The Miz, man, like I, I can't, I can't front, bro. The Miz is 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 it. It goes back to what you said earlier, uh, brother Brandon. It's just like when you you, you ask the question, are have there been spaces when when holding the Intercontinental Championship is more important than the World Championship? And I'm like, yo, I remember Miz's comeback. I see title run more important than his World Title run. Yes, like and, and his World Title run was epic because he was the guy that wasn't even supposed to be in the conversation. Facts. But and he still was entertaining too. And, and, and if you remember, it's his wife that helped put him over with the IC title. When she came mm. and brought back beautiful Maurice. Yep, because he lost his mojo after the world heavyweight. And then he gets with Maurice. Maurice reminds him he's that dude. And then the IC run is insane, bro. Again, he's in ring He just everything leveled up when he yep. got the IC title. I yeah, mean, whether I mean, you hate him, look at him. He he's got the IC title. He's got the money. He's got a beautiful wife. Oh my gosh, Mrs. can't the touch him. <laughs> he's he the, he's the man. Straight he up, because that was during the time Brock was not around, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was a part time. Yeah. Yeah, and he then was doing speaking of putting over, most see, must see TV from a man on Monday Night Raw. Look at the Miz. Like wow. the Miz, they went to the Miz to put Logan Paul over. They go to the Miz to put some of these. Like Miz got to be in that conversation. Yo, so, I'm just about to say that, man. And, and, and it's not. It's not because of his world title runs. Dang, this is coming full circle. I was. This is. This is really mentally stimulating. So. All right, <laughs> brothers. Before before we get to the meat and potatoes of why we're here about Night of Champions, because I'm gonna hold mm -hmm. that one to the end. I want to do something real quick, and Lynn, I'm gonna start with you. Go ahead. I'm gonna give you a belt. And you tell me the first superstar that comes to your mind. Oh, I ready? like these questions. Ooh, let's go. All right, you ready? Yes, Don't sir. United States Championship. John Cena. Ooh. Intercontinental <laughs> Champion. Yo, you want, you want me to keep going? Yeah. yeah Intercontinental yeah, yeah. Championship? Okay, the Miz. All right. Raw Tag Team Championship. Ooh, the Usos. <laughs> 
<laughs> SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The New Day. <laughs> <laughs> the Divas title. Oh, damn. Oh, the Brie Bella. <laughs> or Nikki Ooh. Bella, whichever one it was. One of Bellas. Both of them had it. Both, both of them had it. I'm about to say both of them had it, right? Bellas. Mm -hmm. WWE Women's Championship, the original one. Mm. I know what I'm thinking. Trish Stratus. Wow. You just made Brian Day. Quit Papa Mentos. Last one. You ready for the sugar free? I'm ready. <laughs> Winged Eagle. <laughs> I'm going back to B Waters, man. Brett the Hitman Heart, baby. Let's yeah. get it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, right. I, I love those questions, man. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Brothers, I got to ask Dwayne, how are we looking on time? You ready for the beaten potatoes, or are we just going to keep on rolling with? Hey, let's 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 rock and roll, man. We 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 right. we we close to the finish line. We good. All right, so brothers, the main point of the United Champions, I don't care what the tag team belts are doing. We mm -hmm. all want to see the new world title. I'm, I'm sorry, new world champion be crowned, right? There we no, go. We New tag uh, champions crown. No, no, no. Yeah, that's we'll... true. That is true. Yo, wait, wait. Stop oh, that, no. B Waters. No, <laughs> no, 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 man. No. <laughs> hey, man, I hope, oh, the, I hope man. the Usos going to pull that man leg so he lose, bro. We got to. Oh, no. <laughs> we <laughs> might not be able to stand on earth if that happens. Curry four belts to the ring. Lynn is all for the family drama. I want to see the Civil War, man. It's time. Like <laughs> I kind of do want to see a Civil War, but can't carry all four belts. Hey, can oh, he hey, already tired carrying the two. I was like, he's got the wise man. The wise man. Yo, he gonna make the Usos carry the belts. Oh, oh that's disrespectful, bro. That's disrespectful. <laughs> Hey, oh, hey, Solo better stand up bro. for his brothers, bro. I'm, bro, I'm ready for Solo it. Gonna no, man. Man. Right. Solo will have all four belts coming hey, to the look, ring. He ain't grew up with them. He, he was they eight years older. They was already right. with Umaga and talking to him, and then they was at Booker T school, be it thing one and thing two. He wasn't around them. Solo was that back right. in the whole playing video games with Lance. He right. good. Solo, Solo looked like he was ready to off him later. Uh, what, what was it yeah. on SmackDown? Bro. Yeah. He, he, he's like yeah. a fucking time bomb. I'm like, he makes me nervous. Right. I'm like, oh, he, yeah. He, 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 hey, to Dwayne's point, I think one day whoever gets, upsets him, that's I think Solo gonna be the one to set it off. Whenever yeah. they break up, I think it's gonna be Solo, man. Please don't upset Baby Uso because he does not look stable. No, he doesn't. I'm Lynn, I don't know if you heard me when I said it on the other show. I'm telling you, if they win, all I want Roman to do is be like, here, since you couldn't get the job done, and hand the Usos one of each belt, say, here, since you couldn't no. get it. Because they keep saying the bloodline versus. So I really that's think it's true. about to be some free bird rules. That's stuff. some free bird rules. Oh, hey, that'd be that, crazy. I, and I, I see them just going back, going back to the back, just like, here, since you couldn't get it done. You know what I mean, hey, like brother, brother Brandon. If that happened, I need Rikishi to come out the next week and and pull his sons to the side and say, "Hey, man, stand up, stand up." <laughs> right, yo, that yo, that would be insane. You know how disrespectful that would be. Like, think about it. Freebird rules, brother. He and they got and they they gotta defend them though. Like, bro, we ain't winning these joints, and we and we that gotta defend. Like, like think about it. With it's like a crazy a crazy gauntlet match. It's like, all right, well. Me and Solo sit out. Ooh, so y'all take care of this. So like, bro, we yeah. got to defend us. Man, all the hard man, and Solo, go, go handle that real quick. And to I Brian's point, like, as they walking out, oh, yeah, y'all carry the belts. Yo, no, bro. I would be hurt for them. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, and then what if after the match, Roman comes out, there was Solo, he's all right, now hand me the belts over. 
And Not give him back. Yeah. And bad boys up. Oh, man. Disrespectful. <laughs> Belt collector Roman. He ain't going to because he can't do like this and throw him off because they got Velcro on him. You know Roman don't like Velcro. Mm-mm. Put him on his neck. Put him on his neck, man. Yo. Wow. That's disrespectful. <laughs> they have. They have. They have. Divided with the tag team. But oh. I want. I wanted to get to the the nitty gritty of what the real Night of Champions is going to be about. Crowning a new world champion. Here we go. WWE has finally for. admitted that this belt lineage mm-hmm. is going to go back to Randy Orton being the last champion. So That's, it's yeah. going to go from 2002 with that break of what was it, 16? Um, Brian, I think it was 2016 when it retired, right? Yeah. No. 13, if right? Might... Uh, 13. Yeah, 13 when yeah, they, so they put it down. They merged. 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they merged it. So now it's going to go back to that lineage, right? So I mm-hmm. guess my question to you guys is, hey, if Brandon, we're going to go back to that lineage, does this give us a chance and Lynn, this is for you. Okay. Does this noodle give us the same feel that the world as in or building a new star? Which Wait, one do you my, think it'll be? My bad, brother Brandon. You cut out for a little bit. Could you re-ask your question for me? Okay. You heard? Could, okay. could, yeah, could you re-ask the new world championship right? title? Remember before, it was building these new stars and, you know, or is it just another title? Because remember, people like Jack Swagger held the belt. Yeah, no, you're right. Also, Undertaker <laughs> held it. Um, so it kind actually, of tried to build new star and tried to make it as important. Mm-hmm. I think we. I think the answer lies in Seth Rollins' interview. Funny enough, that he's been given mm. for three weeks because he's filming Captain America. I think the answer lies there. I think it's workhorse. I think this is to be I'm going to fight any place, anytime, anywhere but at the same time I think it could build new stars but I don't think that's the purpose of this belt. I feel like oh, that's the up, purpose. Bro. Is he- oh, can, you can, can y'all hear me? No, no. Yeah, you, you, you're I think, I oh. think you're breaking up Brother Brandon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think that okay. the I think the US and the IC Triple H has 100% made to where those make the new stars, and go. once you're one of them, you get the what the Roman belt or the, or in my opinion, who I think is gonna win the South belt. And I think that given it, styles. I know, but <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think you give it to Seth to be okay. You are now the workers. This is what you want to do. Show people how to be a fighting champion. Roman is showing us how to make money. Now you, you show go. them how to be the fighting yeah. champion. And I think. That's gonna be the path of this belt. That was Triple H's promo. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope it doesn't build young. I mean, not to say not to disrespect the young stars, but I so feel like it now, needs to be a, a championship. Mm-hmm. With Brent, that, yeah, did everybody watch Monday Night Raw? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. So, brother Hugh, mm-hmm. do you think it's just behind? Becoming the heel for new authority figure, and he he's gonna have something to do with the title. If you notice how he was acting with Cody, he was kind of going back to like a heelish type Triple H, right? Do you think mm-hmm. he's gonna do something to spite Seth and him not getting it and swerve mm-hmm. us and give it to AJ? No, foof. That's I can't. 
nah, nah, that's, that's, that's too much dust, man. That's too much. <laughs> that's too much dust. That's too much seasoning, bro. But no, I don't think so. I think AJ is just there because he he needs a good dance partner. You need to to make sure this match pops. It just see, I'm with Hass. I think, yeah, man, AJ is the credibility, right? You need that other partner to to come back. He just came back too off of an injury, and like you throw him back in the spotlight. Let's get him up there on back on the pedestal. He was the face of SmackDown back in the day. So I mean, you know, mm, yeah, back on SmackDown. Let's let's pump him back up. Throw him in there with Rollins. Rollins is the man right now. Okay. Hands down, like Ooh. you said, give him the belt. Let him go up against Roman. Roman cannot beat Seth. He's the opposite of Roman. He's still talking smack about Roman. Like, come on, man. That's that's a big matchup down the line. And mm. to, but to Brother Brandon's point, I will say, I would not be shocked. If Seth is working for authority, Triple H. See, you saying pull Seth. No, no, no. I think Seth works for him, and Triple H pulls some Cody stuff, and, and they're uh, get going against Cody. I, I can see that being Ooh, that way. Yeah, that could okay. be. Ooh, yeah. Because they're still going to sing his song. Okay. <laughs> you you added a wrinkle that I didn't think about. See, yes. How, you, how do you like it, brother Brandon? That's, that's, that's what you get. Oh, 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 oh. How do you like that now, brother Brandon? That's what oh, wait, no, don't say that yet because I ain't get to you yet, brother Allen. Because yours is oh, gonna shoot. be this is gonna blow right. your mind, brother Allen. I, I spoke right. too so, soon. Uh brother Brian H. Waters, can you put your belt back on your shoulder for a second for me? Because when I ask this question, I need visual aids for this one. Keep put your okay. belt back on your shoulder. I'm sorry. Because I'm going, I'm going, it, you I'm can going do it. to you, Mr. Brian brother. H. Walters. Is the hey, All right. that's so now right. when you think about when you think about the big gold, right? Uh-huh. That's a lot of championships in this area. You just bought the new one? I just had to show you my, my new big gold <laughs> that I just got, right? I just got the new one. So no, not the new We're gonna talk about true. it. But this question is for the uh, the big gold connoisseur that we have on our team, right? Wow. So when you think about the big gold, Brian, hold yours up, right? That's that's not fair, you know it. Yeah, brother, I'm sitting there like I'm that's disrespectful. Huh? You what? The brown leather? No, I think I it's the point. You. What? Of course. Oh, the buttons. So, with the introduction world title, brother Allen, this is for you. Okay. Will <laughs> we still think that that belt is the same as these? You're gonna call it something different? Yes, I think so. And okay, let me tell you why. I am. This is let me tell you why. I think so is because when you look at WWE right now, there's a focus on tradition, there's a focus on lineage, but it's also a, a focus on merging the old with the new, right? We're evolving the old while paying respect to the past while embracing the new. And when I see the new WWE World Heavyweight Championship, that's the vibes that I get from it. You know what I mean? We've seen the big gold reused over and over again to represent um, a world championship in multiple companies, which is fine, right? And now it's like, well, WWE owns that lineage. Now we're kind of reviving it in 2023. And I think it's the right decision. I think it's it's because think about it. If it's a 
one of the reasons that the Universal Championship didn't stick as much before Roman really held it, to be honest with you, is because it didn't have a lineage attached to it, right? It was completely from scratch. And then, and I remember me, I was upset because I was like, well, the first champion was Finn. I'm like, eh. And then the second champion was Kevin Owens, which I was happy about because I'm a Kevin Owens guy. But it's like, if you look at AEW, it, it was genius for them to put the first, to have their first AEW World Champion be Chris Jericho. It's because his lineage now was attached to that championship. Because it's like, well, who had the first one? This guy in his lineage, the guy who be rocking Austin in the same night, the guy who did this and did that. Versus the first champion for the Universal Championship, when it was introduced, was Finn, a guy fresh off of NXT, a guy that was um, that made his name for himself in Japan. And even in Japan, he wasn't. It's not like he was the top guy in Japan, you know. Even when he left, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's like you you, you want to make sure that this title doesn't get lost in the sauce and that it doesn't look like a secondary title. So of course you you attach it to its history and its lineage. So now the Seth Rollins is in the same conversations with the Randy Orton's, the Shawn Michaels, the Triple H's. And uh, you can have a legitimate debate as in how important this title is in comparison to the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship, not necessarily because of that lineage, but because Roman has held it for almost a thousand, you know, up, up from a, to a thousand days plus, you know what I mean? And it's like that, that title is automatically going to have the power that it has is because he's holding it. So, right, if he loses it, trade shows or whatever case it would be and he gets the world heavyweight championship the world heavyweight championship is going to be the main title at one point i remember when they reintroduced the world heavyweight championship i was so confused when uh eric bishop gave triple h triple h was the biggest star the biggest star in wwe you can say what you want about smackdown or whoever was champion might have been jbl at the time brock um, lesnar brock lesnar young yeah. brock after he beat rock right and that's yeah. why you give it to triple h so you can they- have that credibility and that star Tribulation was the was the top guy in the whole company during that time, mm-hmm. and and then after that it was the Kurt Angles and the John Cena's as they were as they were coming up, you know what I mean. But if you ask me who was the top guy in that, in, in in the industry during that time period, it was Triple H, and he had the World Heavyweight Championship. At one point, that title was the most important title in all the WWE. And I was like, wait a minute, why did he bring back the WCW title? But they didn't call it; they kept saying the World. I'm like, what? I was confused, but I realized okay. Because I was, it was a fuzzy time for me. I was just getting back into wrestling. I was half watching this, and I wasn't watching it. But I would come downstairs and watch it anyway, you know, as my brother would flip it on TV and call it stupid, but sitting there watching the whole thing. But Triple H was the guy. Triple H was um, like Evolution was about to really run rampant, and I'm like, that was the most important title. So that because that lineage is attached to this new title, calling it something different, man. It, it it would automatically seem secondary because you got a title that you're competing with 60 years plus of championship lineage and history compared to a new title. That's why it makes sense. Like, well, it, I don't mind them saying, okay, well, we're merging the WWE in a, in a universal championship because the universal championship's lineage isn't that long. You know what I mean? So whoever holds that title, sure. Okay, now at one point it was the lineage of WWE and it was the lineage of the World Heavyweight Championship all the way back to its days of the NWA and WCW. Versus now, it's like, okay, well, we split it. We're splitting it up. And and this is merging with the Universal Championship. Just like at one point, the, the Intercontinental Championship and the European title merged at one point. Or, or the the uh, Intercontinental and the Hardcore Championship merged at one point. And then they were ultimately separate because we lost the Intercontinental Championship, if you guys don't remember. You know? You're but right. they, one, once again, they separated them and they brought it back. So I, I'm okay with it. And I think it has just as much importance to it. You know, and, and and it goes down to what Brother Hugh said. It always depends on who holds it first. So you have the lineage of the past, and then you have the star of today. And it's like, okay, cool. It it shouldn't be that hard, and, and you shouldn't look at it 
as a secondary title, especially with uh with with what Brother Lynn said, the the two competitors that are in the match. You know, you have an AJ Styles who was the face that runs the place, top level guy. You know, he's an excellent dance partner. Like he's a credible opponent. No offense right. to, um, you know, the the Intercontinental Champion. It's Gunter versus Mustafa Ali, and it's like, eh, hey, well, don't hit the he, same. Yeah, like you, you don't you don't think that he's really has a chance. Like it was, yeah. it's not like it was Sheamus and 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 Gunter. You know, in in Wales, like that's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you like, okay, this is this is going to be different. But you know, AJ Styles versus two guys that are deserving of holding that lineage so it makes sense you know what i mean so it, it and it goes back to what they said about edge when edge was originally competing for it his first thing was hey this this title is attached to my lineage and right. and, I, and i had to give it up unjustly so you know what i mean it, it they're, they're if you look at the build-up they've been constantly trying to remind the people of how important this particular championship because you know it's been gone for so long almost 10 years most of these kids may not be familiar with it but they're doing a good job of kind of reminding us fans like hey don't 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 get it twisted don't forget this is this is not a secondary title because it's a new belt like th- this title has its own lineage attached to it and it's just as important as the wwe's championship because it to me it is that that holds it holds wcw's lineage to it it holds all the stuff that happened from that point to its reemergence in 2002 and to 2013 and to now. So it's like the last person that held it was Randy Orton in 2013 as they merged the title. So I don't think it loses is important and I don't think it's necessary that you call it anything else is because it has enough history and legacy that it can stand on its own. Bam. See, you wouldn't think I was ready for that. And I was prepared. Look at that. You see that? To, to Brother Dwayne's point, if you call it anything else, it feels like a secondary title. There you go. That's the perfect. That's the, that's the only name it could be. Because now, to his point, you have the lineage, you have everything behind it. So if it's anything else, it is a secondary. That's the perfect name for it. That's the only name it could be. That's right, Brother Brandon. Pew, pew. All right, well, let me me shoot. Let me load this gun up for um, Brian A. Porter. He's not out of the water yet. He's not. not All right, so here's, here's the thing I want you to think about. Now, we know Brian is a... Always pointing to the sky, right? He acknowledges uh-huh. his tribal chief. Him but when his we ones. look at the history of the tribal chief, him and his ones, right? Roman just debuts stuff. There's no pomp or circumstance. It just happens. He comes to the ring, vest gone. He comes to the ring, red gauntlet, gold gauntlet, right? He comes to the ring to fight Daniel Bryan, brand new music, right? Yeah. Are you thanks. prepared this um, Saturday if Roman comes to the ring with a new title? Absolutely. Oh, well, what, 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 it, well, so Saturday is the That's thousand it? day anniversary. Wow, the coronation. Uh, yeah. Um. So they should they should be um having a whole celebration. I'm glad he's not defending the title because you want to focus on the new, you know, the reincarnation or whatever you want to call it, the world title. But it's time. I think now it's time, you know, him to have his own belt, you know, um, or a new title, you know, for I mean, for all intents and purposes. Make the one he the one they got now just add a different color scheme to it. I know what, what be, would you do? it would look like a signature series, probably, you know, black and gold. Oh, or okay, something. OK, OK. I can see that. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like MGF did with his title. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you that, know, Burberry flavor to it. Mm hmm. I think okay. you could do that because you st- you still need a title with that? a logo. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think we still need the title right. with the logo, the big gold. Say, remember the biggest issue people have. What'd you say? I think I'm breaking up. Yeah, yeah not, not right now I hear you. My wife, I didn't even say his name and it started messing up. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Because like the biggest issue people have is that. Huh? Well, like oh, yeah, nobody said that. Oh no. Okay. So, brothers, the biggest issue that people have with this, with Roman having two belts, one says World Heavyweight Championship on it. It sure Because, does. remember, it absorbed both belts, and now we're introducing the world title. So, when mm-hmm. I say Roman just debuted stuff, there was nothing leaked about him coming with a different look, the vest being on, him coming with a different music. I wouldn't be surprised, and that's why I want to hear what the brothers have to say. If he just comes out with a big logo belt, and it just says undisputed, or it just says universe, whatever it says, they take the world title off of it because now we have the world title. What 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 would that belt look like? What would it be to have you pop? What would it I'm, be? I'm trying to what would figure that have out to look like, like. What would you put here? Right. You put, you put WWE undisputed champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. And have it have like whatever his symbol is. Not as the plate. I mean, it it is though because he's technically a universal champion. He's technically still the WWE Universal Champion, so that's undisputed championship. Because mm-hmm. think about, because they're reintroducing the World Heavyweight Championship, so technically there, there was a WWE Universal Championship, then there was a WWE World Heavyweight Championship. So what, because yeah. they merged the two, okay, that means you're the undisputed. You go back to being the WWE Big Logo Undisputed Championship. I like that. That's just my take. I like yeah, that. A lot. You can make this gold. And especially since he's not probably gonna lose the belt, but I can tell next WrestleMania, let him have his own belt. Go to 41. Yes, sir. (laughs) Brandon, you look stumped. Was that too easy? Okay. Uh, so (laughs) Alan. (laughs) Yes, sir. One one problem with that. Okay, talk to me. Yeah. So we had the world title, WWE championship, merged that together. Got it. Made the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, right? Got it. Which Mm -hmm. we have now. Mm Mm-hmm. Then we had the universal title, which is a whole totally different thing. Correct. We slapped them two together. So now we got three belts technically tied into one. Okay. I'll take one belt out. That's what I mean by he's not really undisputed anymore. Wait, 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 wait. And we're going to take said... the world out of it. Okay. All right, got you. Because technically okay. that was part of, it was tied to the lineage. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Because sure. once Randy stopped being, when he merged, he now became the first WWE Whatever they remember, they kept a champion. Got it. You know, fun fact. Remember at the time when the World Heavyweight Championship was just world champion because Rey Mysterio had it and he wasn't heavyweight. Yeah, I, but that was just a fun I'm, fact. I want to throw out. The remember that no. they 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 they, <laughs> but, they went out of the way to make sure they didn't say heavyweight. Yes, but yeah. do, do we do we now give him and I'm gold and red? I don't know. No, I it, how about this? How would you feel about this? How would you feel, brother Brandon? Brothers, what, what would you like to see? Would you like it as a thing? Say it again. How would you say? Is he gone? How would... I think brother has a has a delay. How do you? How would you feel about them keeping the same strap, black, and, it's, and it just said Universal Champion under it, and they just said this is the w, undisputed WWE Universal Championship? I wouldn't be mad at that. I well, it's like the, the, the I same silhouette. Yeah, he I mean, don't, Brandon don't like the word undisputed. No, I said, I said, what if it says universal on the title? 
So WWE Universal Champion? But but it's the same silhouette as the original WWE Championship. So it's like, all right, this is a WWE Championship. Mm -hmm. But then you add in Universal Championship elements to the already WWE Championship. So it's still black. It is, yeah, still black. That makes sense. I like it. I mean, I mean, it's got to stay black, though. Don't don't put that red in there. Please. That's don't. what I'm saying. Like, they got because because what, what belt are they going to give to the baseball teams? Like, when they win stuff. You know That's what I mean? the thing, right? They've they've already handed out way too many titles with these plates. I mean, the plates are customizable for a reason. So they, they it's obvious they want to keep the same silhouette. So it's like, okay, cool. They're not going to give out World Heavyweight Championship version unless you want it. But that's that's got to be the commercial piece. And you got to think, Roman's representing the company. So it's like, there you go. That's the company belt. A, this, a similar situation to the Bianca Rhea thing we talked mm -hmm. about. That's got to be the one that's this represents the brand. This represents the name. This there you is go. That. Whereas the other one represents about the, the history of wrestling yeah. in the business. Yeah, exactly. That's actually a really good, really good point when you put it that way. That makes kind of sense, though. And that's why I said you have to call the other one the World Heavyweight Championship. It represents yeah. the business of wrestling. Represents the world, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Versus this represents the top of the WWE, which happens mm -hmm. to be at the top of the food chain of professional wrestling. There's a lot of technicalities going on here, but I see what they're doing. I see you, Triple H. It's that he, he we are from dust to seasoning now, huh? <laughs> Listen yep. to me. Full, full blown, brother. Tony Sasser, Triple H Sasser is just dropping on that. <laughs> Look, bro, like just, Shawn Michaels uh, working bro. his dust down. Just, and Shawn Michaels yeah, sauce. No, no. It's the sauce, baby. It's yeah, the sauce, sauce man. H HBK sauce. Shawn Michaels sauce. Hey, I like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Hey, Melo better not lose. To, to, I'm just letting y'all. I'm just saying that. Melo better not lose that NXT championship. They're in his hometown. He's not losing. That's not yeah. the old regime. <laughs> the old regime like, that like, took it off the top. Oh, just I like, because. I like, I like Hill Braun. <laughs> I do, too. Me too. I like him a lot better. He's got he's he lets his inner Scott Steiner out. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I need him to do a math equation. <laughs> like like hey, if he, I swear if he if he does that, if he, if he does the math equation, I'm turning it off. I'm, I'm <laughs> I might start tuning back in if I see the man. Like, oh, this is oh, this is great. He's gonna start pissing people off again. But he needs to be Peter If he just start a math equation, who's gonna be sitting there saying? Because remember, Peter Williams was like, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute, what is he saying? What? Yeah, <laughs> like right. Peter Williams even got confused when he was. I'm sorry, Maple Leaf Muscle got real. He was hype and he was with him. He's like, yeah, he know what he's talking about. What are you talking about? Like his Let face just changed. It was like. Let that Booker T said that like, Ooh, what are you, what you talking about, bro? <laughs> and the funny thing is, he's a mathematician. <laughs> Who, Booker T? Mm -mm. Oh, Bron? Oh, Scott Tarner. Okay. <laughs> there was wow. a scientist on, uh, if you look on TikTok, there's a science guy, a math guy who breaks it down. Real? Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that at all. That's crazy. He breaks down the science, the math, uh, the Scott Steiner math. Wow, <laughs> who 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 saw that coming? Oh, I don't right, know. it I don't was funny. I, I think that. he said he actually gave himself more of a less percentage. He he shortened himself of the percentage he actually had. Dang, I did not know that at all. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Well, brothers, I think yeah. we finally made it. We, I think we did. <laughs> This has been one of the absolute uh, best shows that we've had to date, man. Mm -hmm. um, I I knew it was going to be this way. I knew that it was going to go off as much as it did. Brother Brandon, 
you did an excellent job as far as the championship culture takeover. Tune in every Tuesday. At what time do you usually guys do you usually go live? Is it eight o'clock? Eight o'clock. Tune in every Tuesday, 8 p.m. for championship culture with Brandon, the guy, guy. This has been our night of champions championship takeover preview show featuring our good brother, Lyndon Burton from the bros who think podcasting network on our wrestling realm. Now podcast party, man, I just thank y'all, man, for real. This was awesome. Thank you, brother, man. Thank you for coming on. Anytime y'all need me, y'all know I'm here. It don't matter. Anytime I will make time because this was one of, no, let me not even say one of, this was my favorite guest appearance I've ever done. I appreciate y'all for real. Man, Jeez. we definitely, man, that's that's just, you know, I got to give you a, a, just a, a macho man for that yeah. I just had to, man. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I definitely appreciate you coming on, man. So um, let the people know where they can find you at as far as your social media, your contact information, all that good jazz. Yes, sir. Uh, it's on the screen. You can follow me on Twitter at LynnBWT. That's everywhere on TikTok, wherever you at LynnBWT. Follow my podcast network at Bros Who Think on Twitter and anywhere you listen to podcasts or YouTube, wherever. Just type in Bros Who Think Network and you'll find all my content there. And uh, if you're in the Lafayette era, check out 1033 to go. I, I don't really care about promoting them. I promote myself. I just That's just a job. So uh, y'all go follow us. Uh, bros who think, like I said, wherever you get your podcast, just type in Bros Who Think Network. And if you like anime, movies, uh, music, whatever type of talk you do, we got it over there for you. Definitely, man. We have uh, Night of Champions coming up this Saturday, correct, gentlemen? This yes, Saturday? Yeah, bro. Yep, yep. Y'all ready? Buckle in. 20... Tw- Three yes, plus hours of wrestling this week. I'm hype, bro. And then double or nothing. Double or nothing. Double it's Friday. Or nothing. It's, it's Sunday. Yes. Sunday. Sunday. NXT. Sunday. Um, Trinity Fatu going against Savannah Evans. I don't care about the rest of the impact card, to be honest. With you. <laughs> but I mean, don't, dis- don't disrespect my man Brian Myers. Come on now. Hey, no, also, no. shout out to uh shout out to the tag team champs of impact. Shout out to my guy Chris Bay. That's my guy. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Another belt guy, brother Brandy might might need to see if you can book him on the show. I mean, he Chris Bray, Chris Bray was one of the guys when he was younger used to uh do the belt reviews on YouTube back mm-hmm. with his fuzz, fuzzy computer camera. So definitely shout out to Chris <laughs> Bay. Yeah, um, twenty three hours. Of, go ahead. Hmm? I was say he follows the uh, realm on Instagram. Oh. Oh, uh-huh. he, he he follows on, he follow me on Twitter. Like I'm trying to get him on the on the workshoot show. Like he's a good dude, man, for real. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I seen him at Wally Mania. He chopped it up for a little bit. See, there you go. See, like, listen, I feel something brewing. I feel <laughs> something brewing. And like I said, it only makes sense, man, because you know what? We here on the wrestling room now. Podcast party. Go ahead. Okay, clip time. It's a Go ahead. Brother Brent has a delay. Big time. <laughs> he muted it. Oh, yeah, he muted it. Oh, you muted, bro. You muted. Unmute yourself. What do you say? You I don't know what happened. People on Zoom in the we pandemic. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. You about to say something. Still a delay. <laughs> You, you uh, brothers, wrong? if we could get it, it's going to take you about 60 seconds to go over to Instagram or Facebook. There's a video that's been posted. 
Uh-oh. It's a video that's Uh-oh. been posted that was supposed to come in for tonight, but if I can get your honest reaction to it, um, yeah. party to party, I'm pretty right, sure that y'all probably would enjoy that. Um, Lynn, I'm gonna send it over to you too. Oh yes, sir. It's just it's just to commemorate tonight's uh, takeover edition of the Wrestling Round Now podcast. Is this the? Uh... I had one. I had one question for you, uh, brother Brandon. Where, where's the <laughs> kingpin jacket, bro? They told me watch the video. Watch the video, brother. Watch the video. Those belts are hard, bro. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't, who don't, who not, who are listening, y'all belts better than AEW belts, man. (laughs) Out to brother Brandon. Out out to brother Brandon. He, he, you know, he he designed these belts from start. I was about to tell people for those who not watching, if you head up to Instagram, um, uh, brother Brandon, and you, you will include the pictures when I'm fat. Bro, well, no. You skinny now. <laughs> oh, see, this, see, this is hard, sure. bro. This is slick, see, bro. This is this is why he was kept saying I need pictures I'm of you. With, uh, somebody. Yep. No, yep. because I like my joint is not working. I can't even see it right now. Like I'm, I thought I was looking at, it, but I'm looking at something completely different. It, did you see the first one that popped up though? That's a sexy brother right there. I tell you what. That's because brother brother Hugh took his title hey. in Mexico. <laughs> hey, I don't brother, blame you, brother I'm Hugh, the coolest dude in the he room. Is, man. Listen, listen, every time though, like that's that's, that's gotta go on a t-shirt, brother. The coolest dude in the room. He walks in. Yo, that was the jacket I was gonna be right the, there in the back. The first episode he came on the wrestling round now. That was it was, it was titled The Coolest Man it in the Room. Was, yeah, yeah. Was. I mean, and that's that's we gotta I thank thank you, Lindsay. You just you just got Brother Hugh new merchandise. He's got that and he's got his gump stuff. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Look, so. hey, look. <laughs> Kill it, man. Cause like I said, when I first met Brother Hugh, I was like, Man, this dude, yeah, boy. Too smooth, swag bro. for it's days. Chilling, it's chilling, man. That's me. You should have you should have you said photos in. He's the king of the gump. <laughs> You gotta see his pictures when he went to Mexico. He's fully suited and booted, taking photos. I said, "Yo, I'm I'm not even touching it. Don't even want to take pictures wearing the belt now." But man, like I, I said, him. Hey, you just hey, too man. smooth, man. Too smooth. He that ludicrous song, bro. If you got, he he the ludicrous song pimping all over the world, man. Bro, <laughs> I said, I said, well, I I think he might be the first run member that took his belt out the country. <laughs> Brian is probably the next, but still, I said, dang, what are you doing, bro? Like I didn't think he was taking it with him. He was suited and booted <laughs> with the yes, with, his, with his custom Russell Rum title. Right. But uh, he said, Oh, I'm going yo. everywhere with this. I was in Mexico. They asking me, Hey, hey, are you a wrestler? I said, Please tell me you yeah. said, yeah. yeah. Please yeah, tell yeah, me you said, you, you, yeah. you see this right here? <laughs> like, Come on now. Don't ask stupid questions. You saw it. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah, man. But listen, man, we, this is this has been a blast, man. Night of Champions, 23 hours of professional wrestling over the next few days. Um, Definitely follow us on all social media platforms at Wrestling Realm. Subscribe to Patreon, our Twitch, and YouTube at the Wrestling Realm. We're going to get out of here, but we appreciate Brother Lynn for joining us on this special edition of our Wrestling Realm Now podcast party for our Night of Champions Championship Takeover Preview. Shout out to Brother Brandon and uh, Championship Culture and all the excellent things you've done, man. You've, you've made this that much fun, especially for our guests. And um, if you're listening... Same bat time, same bat channel, same bat place. Next week, join us on the Wrestling Down Podcast. Next week, we will see you then. Peace. Mr. 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 Mr.